I think I was forced to read the like book. Looney in Tunes and then uh, some other shit. It's like, oh, I totally know. Like, exactly <laughs> so, oh, yeah, I remember about. that episode. <laughs> but anyone's like, oh, do you remember, uh, what was it, the the Scarlet Letter? It's like, oh, yeah, I know that book. But yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like I remember that one and then a separate piece. So I think, could all Indiana students read that one? Yeah, I think so. I think it was at least in one of my English classes I had to read that. one thing to bond over. <laughs> I had to read Scarlet Letter. I had to read To Kill a Mockingbird, uh, Of Mice and Men. What other old classics did we have to read? Our Jurassic Park. What? We read that in English oh, class. Oh, that's right. He went to a school with had 70 kids in his class. <laughs> and we got to read Jurassic Park. <laughs> that was pretty cool. And then... 70 kids per class or 70 kids in, in, in my graduating class, class yeah that's what, that's what i thought <laughs> <laughs> hey and we got to spend like two days watching the movie two or three days huh? uh, yeah. i remember having to watch to kill a mockingbird in school and uh i know it's a great piece of literature but i just wasn't feeling that day so i made myself throw up so i could go home did you ever, <laughs> watch, did you ever, did you ever read tuesdays with maury what <laughs> tuesdays with maury yeah like not Maury Povich. <laughs> that baby don't look like See, me. But you heard Maury. I honestly want to, I have this list of dumb shit to do on tour. Like mm-hmm. I want to set up our Connecticut date next time we're out there based on being able to fucking sit and be an audience member. Right. One of those dumbass like Maury, Maury or something <laughs> else. <laughs> Dude, I would love to go to like, I wish I would. Like, I'd love to see Jerry Springer. Jerry's got a new show now where he's a fucking judge. Yeah, because he's, like he's like a full, full-fledged full lawyer. Oh, really? And so, like, he's got his own show. I don't know if it's out or coming out, but where he's a lawyer. And it's, like, divorce court or something like that. I don't know if I could take – I don't know if I could handle my real-life situation seriously if I went to court and fucking Jerry Springer <laughs> was the one that was going to decide whether or not I have to pay alimony or not. So, yeah, who the fuck goes on there? I guess it's... Hey, wait, we get to court. <laughs> we get to go to court, civil court, like, for free. But is there a charge anyway? Or, like, why the fuck... Unless you're just an attention whore, why do you go on? I'm not sure. I'm one of those. I'm not, that's a good question. I'm, I'm sure Reddit has an answer you. somewhere. Say what? Maybe they pay you. There has to be some sort of compensation for letting them use your image or something. I don't know. Who fucking... Who cares? <laughs> who cares? I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> Welcome to the Team Junkies Podcast. My name is Nick. My name is Chris. Today we're here with Mike from Publicity Stunt. How's it going? It's, it's going. How do you Good. say your last name? Panicha, like glad to meet you. What'd you say? Panicha. Panicha? Yeah. Okay. I, was I didn't think I'd have to say this this early on <laughs> the episode, but we have a little rule about making up words. So, Panicha, like, nice to meet you. <laughs> I wish I wasn't so long, because that's what I'd put your name. Like, Mike, nice to meet you, Panicha. That'd, that'd work. <laughs> How's it going, man? Um, yeah, it's going. We're, I've been spending most of my time not working or Same. while driving, unfortunately. Uh, July first needs to come, so I stay off my phone. I'm driving the new the new law, but mm-hmm. oh, do you I, follow all the laws? I'll follow that one. <laughs> is it wait? It's not already a law. No, in, oh. in South Bend it is, but in the whole state of Indiana, July first, if you if no you're holding your phone. phone while you're driving, good thing I just got, got a new fancy radio to where my I got a screen that the shows Bluetooth my phone. headset. Oh, no, yeah. I'm not. I'm not old enough, nor am I cool enough to rock a Bluetooth headset. 
You don't have to be cool to do that. <laughs> Actually, you're the opposite. <laughs> AirPod kids thought thought they were doing something new. Nah, no, nah, it's just sleazy uh, lawyers have been yep. doing it for years. Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch Better Call Saul? <laughs> today, I uh, I'm like my anxiety is like super high today because I spent most of my day playing Hellblade: Senua's Sacrifice, which is a horror game, and then I went out and bought Outlast. Which is another horror game from like 2012 that I found out about yesterday, as of this recording. Um, so, there it was it's. I I had to buy it, and I asked my roommate. I was like, "Hey, if I buy this game, will you play it and let me watch you? Because I can't play this game because it's too much." And he was like, "Yeah, sure." So that's what I spent today. It spent like two hours watching him play this game. Who, baby? <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah I've two- spent I've spent most of the past month. Not playing Skyrim, but fine-tuning the mods I'm running on Skyrim. <laughs> nice. And then when I actually start playing, I like get bored or fall asleep. Did, so, do you subscribe to the uh, the mod where the dragons are like Macho Man or Thomas the Train? <laughs> I've seen the Thomas the Train. Those ones are sweet. No, I'm, I'm, I'm playing on PS4. Oh, okay. So you can't have external assets. Mm-hmm. So it's just stuff on the game disc. Mm. But yeah, I'm, I'm maxed at 100 mods. Some what, other, so like what what all does that entail like um iron man it, blasters it, or what I don't no know. these are it's it's adding uh cool. new buildings um some of them add more quests or change like the physics of arrows it, it just changes a lot of like lines of game code oh uh, okay that sounds too no, smart no for Pokemon. me <laughs> that's pretty that's oh. way i really i wish i would have gotten into like that side of like coding and stuff because I think that'd be a lot of fun, but I just don't know if I am smart enough. I oh, know, like I love watching Grand Theft Auto mod videos. Oh yeah, those ones are fun. I saw one where they change your character to fucking Goku, mm-hmm. and That's then one. Iron Man and Hulk. That's sweet. One of the coolest ones I ever saw was fucking Nightcrawler from X Men. No and shit. It was. It was like it was so smooth. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I I, I used to make my own. I don't think I ever finished. I'd make my own maps in GTK Radiant for Unreal Engine for Jedi Knight Academy. Ooh. And I was I was in a role-playing group where we did, like, all modded skins and all modded maps and stuff. Awesome. But that was in, like, middle school. Um, but, yeah, I just computers got so expensive after middle school. Like, you're supposed to buy a new computer every three years. And I just didn't like i got, I got a laptop in college mm-hmm. and that that was the end of my like pc gaming really yeah my roommates are big and they're like one of my roommates builds uh pcs for people and like they all come home some days and the just the table parts everywhere uh he's really big into once he learned and made his own to where they've got like liquid inside and he'll put like lights Dude, I told him I was like, you should make one of those like a clear green and put like a little baby fetus, an alien fetus in there. And he was like, that's the best idea I've ever <laughs> heard you have. And I'm like, well, if you do it and you start selling them, I want to fucking cut because that's <laughs> See, my your idea. idea. Your good ideas versus my good ideas. <laughs> that was really cool. You know that was, the Randy Travis poster was my best idea. <laughs> <laughs> it was really Whoa, cool watching. I him. just saw that. Yep, it's our wrinkled Randy Travis poster. Still have yet to find the culprit mm. of the wrinkling. So, the first question we'd like to ask our guests here at Two Junkies Podcast is, um, imagine you're a burglar, but you only take things that like mildly inconvenience somebody. 
What do you take? It's a good one. This reminds me, you've seen the John Mulaney skit where he's talking to his friend. His friend only collects, he only steals family heirlooms from parties. <laughs> Things a- that you can't replace. <laughs> That's I, I evil. Would, That's I wouldn't do chaotic that. Evil. If uh, say I would either leave bobby pins in people's rooms, mm. so oh, like so their mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought you were. Th- I thought I, w- I went uh, a darker direction. Like, are you trying to break up marriages? Like, yeah. Who the no, fuck is this? It's <laughs> either that or, uh, man. I guess maybe. Nah, people need coasters. That'd be horrible. Near that's not mild. That's not mild. <laughs> if you take the coasters, that makes me think um, of uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm when he's oh, trying yeah. to figure out. He's you're like, spec wood? "You you spec wood?" <laughs> yeah. I've I have two three year olds, and they use coasters. Wow, they're classier than me. Yeah, I've. But I don't have I I don't have any actual wood. It's all like the particle board with the fucking the cover on it. So I'm like, eh, I can disrespect it if I want. The the first nice dresser I ever got. Pretty much a week or two after I had it, I left a glass of water, and oh yeah, I, I still have it in my house now, and yeah, every time I look at it, I just shake my head. It's like you I have to go, refinish the whole thing. Yeah, I, I feel like that. the only way to like kind of combat the fact that you ruined it is to either make something out of it, like draw in like the Nirvana symbol or the blue uh, the Blink One Eighty Two. Or you could go the classy route and add four more to it and make the uh, Olympic rings. Yeah. And be like, oh, yeah, I'm pro Olympic sports. Oh, this guy watches the Olympics. He's got his <laughs> shit together. <laughs> wow, is this custom made? That's yeah. what I did last summer. No, it wasn't Olympics. It was the Women's World Cup. You were in the from, Women's World no, Cup? from 10 a.m. Oh. to 5 p.m. I would just watch World Cup all day. And then as my girlfriend, because I was a teacher, mm-hmm. so I'd... I was off for the summer. Right. And 5 p.m. is my girlfriend's opening the door, ready to say, what the fuck did you do all day? It goes, you hear the ending titles for that day's mm-hmm. broadcast. It's like, oh, what? I World Cup. Yeah. I watched I, uh, the world sport. <laughs> Didn't cheat on you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your question reminds me of uh, one of Dane Cook's old bits where it's called the door kicker. Or he's like, he's talking about how, he went and he did a B&E and he was like, as soon as I kicked the door in, I realized I didn't want to rob a house. I just wanted to kick a door in. And he's like, so then he goes and he's like, he goes on to say he wanted to just go through the house and steal all the batteries out of the remotes. And then just like every <laughs> couple months come back, kick in the door and steal all the batteries again. So that's kind of what I would have done. I was saying like, I would have gone to their TV, turned the volume Wait, I all the way up, turn the TV off and then kind of like p- scrape off the volume buttons so they can't fix it. <laughs> oh, I think it'd be really funny to rearrange their living room. Oh, shift everything over mm-hmm. a couple inches. Just or or like totally rearrange it. Just like move <laughs> the couch. Almost it'd be funny to like mirror it. So if the couch is facing the TV, like move everything to where the the whole room is reversed, and they'd be like, change is all this? the family photos to like Jack Black or something. <laughs> <laughs> Take all the uh, the stove knobs. Yes, <laughs> that'd be fucking. That'd be terrible. But that's not actually the first question we ask here on no. the Tune Junkies podcast. The first question we actually ask is, "What is the first concert you ever attended?" Um, I'm trying to think if it was "Snakes and Arrows" by Rush. Was that 2008 or 2007? Never been to a Rush show, and I'm pretty bummed about so it because I, I, I just saw old boy say he he's never going to uh, play again. 
Well, that was Neil. Neil Peart's dead. Yeah, yeah, I know Neil. That, and but that's also, why he's yeah. saying that. He's like, yeah. I just don't have the motivation to do it, it anymore. Well, um, I saw the Who uh, with Zach Starkey playing drums. That nice, Starkey. Um, it's uh, Ringo Starr's son. I think that was the first show I ever saw. First nice concert. 2007. Definitely jealous. So, let's take it back to the beginning then. Let's talk about you first before we get to publicity stuff. When did you start getting into music? Um, it was a requirement when you're going into middle school as to you have to join either band or choir. choir. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to join band. But uh, my knuckles cracked a lot and they all everybody thought like I'd really I was going to have or had really bad uh, arthritis, arthritis or whatever so it was either trombone or drums <laughs> so I, I chose drums and that Christmas I ended up getting a, a, a drum set I think it was from there I started listening to more music nice what'd you listen to um I learned to drum by playing along to Tommy by the who okay um, and then probably a year or so later, I was singing the lyrics to the grouch in math class. And I got the attention of, uh, Adam, who's the lead singer and, uh, guitarist for publicity stunt. Um, he lied to me and said, <gasps> which now he, he what a great like way to start a relationship again. with a lie. But he said something about, oh yeah, man, like we can like. I've got like an opening slot for Green Day or something. I just need a band to play with me. <laughs> what a big you know, lie that we is! Have a word for people who lie here on Tinsley's <laughs> podcast, do it. Liar, liar. You know the the type Not of terrible, dumb stuff you say when you want friends. And yeah. You're a slot teenager, that, mm-hmm. Green Day. Listen, Looks like a hobo. What is which, it that I said about middle schoolers? There's only one thing you're good at, at being. It, there's only one thing you're good at in middle school, and that's being awful. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, I taught middle school for a year. They they were terrible. <laughs> but um, he would come over and we would we didn't have any ear monitors or anything. Mm-hmm. So what we did was I had this boombox, a Sony boombox, <laughs> and we'd throw an American Idiot mm-hmm. and oh. turn it all the way up, put in earplugs because it was so loud, mm-hmm. and then just play along to it. There you go. And I don't know how my mom stood that for listening to that for a year, but she did. It's not gonna work like this, but I got someone have to do it this way. Oh no, <laughs> Nick! You know He's I showing hate. Showing me his hairy chest. No, showing you my American idiot tattoo. Listen, from now He's on, you can just tell people because I hate when you American stretch out your neck. Tattoo. You ruin you ruin the shirts when you stretch out the neck. This is a work shirt. It doesn't matter. Pull up from this way. There you go. Or you can just have, tell don't people. Don't tell me how to do me. <laughs> uh. So you said you started by playing uh, to the Who. Is did you? Is that your like starting influence? Was like classic rock? Oh yeah, for sure. Aerosmith, yeah. um, Aerosmith, the Beatles. I remember one night when the power was out. I still had a I had a Walkman mm-hmm. CD player. So I uh, uh, I remember like learning uh, some Kansas nice. while the power was out, playing to that. Um, ACDC. Uh, I don't know. For the first two albums I ever bought were Rammstein and Drowning Pool. 
but I never, <laughs> I never drunk to them. That's uh, those are. This is such an interesting amalgamation of music. We got classic rock. We got Green Day, and then we have Ramstein and Drowning Pool. Yeah, so if if you're a young person, you might not remember that CDs used to cost twenty five dollars. I don't remember that. Nineteen to twenty five dollars for the top tier CDs. Oh shit! So CD prices have gone down somehow. Well, because they're probably just trying to move them. Oh now. yeah, they're they're trying to move them now. Th- I'm, now that's, a, that's a good. That was that was rough. Like it was hard to get twenty five dollars together as like a eight year old. <laughs> yeah, it's like I got these many quarters. Is this enough? <laughs> I, mean, I think I, I remember twenty. That might be it. Uh, how old are you? Uh, 28. Yeah, 28. About it. Do you know? Do you know how old you are? He's like, I've been to work in so long. I, uh, I'm trying to remember what was the first CD I ever like you were so much older than us. I remember when CDs used to cost a thousand dollars. I think I I had a good Charlotte CD was one of my first ones. I did. Was it the version that had the the click on it? Which is very hard to find now. Are you talking about the Chronicles of Life and Death? Or are you talking about uh, no, the first album, uh, Lifestyles of the Rich and the Famous? Oh, oh, you know, oh, the first album. It was either the first album. I never had Lifestyles. the first album. One I had Lifestyles, had, and one of them uh, had a bonus track, which I think is their best song. Yeah, but for some reason, like it's not on Spotify or anything. Hmm. Same with same with the, like the Blink One Eight Two B sides from the different versions of Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. Oh yeah, like. Don't Tell Me That It's Over is one of their best songs. Mm-hmm. It's not on Spotify. It's not on the streaming services. I know. It's weird that Spotify, like, uh, it, I, I don't know if it's there's some kind of, like, legal rights to something or what, but there's, like, some bands were like, oh, yeah, I like this album because it had these bonus tracks. And it's like, oh, but Spotify doesn't have the bonus tracks. Like, So now I have to go on eBay and spend $30 right, <laughs> on a CD from the late, on, on. A, yeah. on a new old pressing from, uh, new old stock pressing from mm-hmm. Malaysia. Oh. That arrives three months later. Yeah, right. I ordered a uh, nice little uh, paisley flower shirt from China in China. March, <laughs> and uh, it's still in transit as of June seventh. So, so if if you're wondering why all this uh, fire stuff happened in November, I was looking into getting a set of Wuhan symbols. One month later, in Wuhan, say, China. Woo, okay. Now, it, if that's Careful. not a publicity stunt, uh, I don't know what is. There we go. I fucking killed it. All right, episode's over, friends. y'all. It's not going to get any better than that. We're good friends. Uh, you said something about, I, I don't know if you know this, but listeners, this also applies to you. For those of you who don't have the YouTube Red or YouTube Music, whatever the fuck it is, red there's tube? a... <laughs> no, Red Tube's something very different. YouTube but. Red, yeah. Oh, okay. And if you ever want to check out Cute Hamsters... <laughs> Go to X Hamster. But there's a way to uh, take music from YouTube, and I I use a YouTube to MP3 mm-hmm. and dash MP3. Is that the one? Uh, I use YTMP3, and it's you copy the link. It'll change to, yeah. the file into an audio file, and you download it straight to your phone. That's what I did before the Spotify days. Before yep. I finally came and g- give it. I used to have so much fucking music on my phone. I used mm-hmm. to have keep buying SD cards bigger and bigger. Cause and then I, I remember I had to get a, like a special app so that I could actually name the files yep. appropriately. Mm-hmm. And then I'd get mad because I'm like real finicky about that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So that I'd get like an album art downloader yep. to add 
Yeah. I, I remember my, having... My brother and I did that to, like... And it would take forever. All the Beatles, all the Who, all of Green Day. And we did it for some reason... He thought it was cool to do it to like all their old EPs and everything that were compiled on mm-hmm. a uh, thousand thirty-nine smooth and slappy hours, which is a thousand hours, uh, thirty-nine smooth, and a slappy EP mm-hmm. and a half. Did you say the half? Thousand thirty-nine and a half. Oh, it's and a half. I think There's it is. One? Don't look at me. Oh. I don't know Green Day uh, history. I know fucking. So <laughs> I only knew them as like four different EPs, and then when like. Some cool person that was also in a Green Day mm-hmm. in college is like, yeah, I like I like old Green Day too, and I have to be the, I have to be that jerk that's like, oh yeah, you do name a song. Oh yeah, do you? Yeah, at the I library. Was, yeah, I uh I, oh okay, you're just throwing a song out there. No, that's I, that's old Green. That's like from the first album. Yeah, yeah I did that I, to a girl at work. She was wearing a Def Leppard shirt, and I was like, you like Def Leppard? She was like, yeah, and I was like, tell me about him. And she was like, oh, I like this song. This song. I was like, all right, good. I'm just making sure that you're not one of those people that wears it for the clout or whatever. I would have just pulled Joe Dirt and go, Def Leppard sucks. Def Leppard sucks. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I got used to, like, a lot of stuff. No, like, it, you're right. There's no I, half. I don't know what I was thinking. It's okay. I forgive you. Um, good. I'll never forget this. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, Nicholas I'm was wrong to, about Green Day. I got used to a lot of stuff knowing, like, what was what the singles were. Yeah. Like, my favorite Beatles song might be, like, Rain. Yeah, no, and his drumming on that's like it sounds like Keith Moon drumming too. Mm. It's kind of interesting. Interesting. I was uh, reminded when you were talking about changing names and adding artwork to how iTunes used to be when I was in middle school, because I would down, I would good old LimeWire oh, download yeah. music, mm-hmm. and then it would only, you'd have to like change the name and the track number, and then you have to upload your own like artwork. You would click that button that says "Get Katie's Mom" artwork. by Bowling for Soup, and every, however else they would misspell. Every it. other, <laughs> every other. Album artwork didn't exist, so then you have to go to Google and yeah, dude, it was such it was such such a laborious task that was. But anyways, after you jam out to uh, American Idiot, first CD I ever bought too. How does publicity stunt then blossom? Um, we kept having like friends, uh, Adams come over, and uh, uh, we'd practice at my house, my basement, and. Uh, I think our first show we ever played was this uh, was this talent show. Uh, we show up and it's this old uh, it's this old elementary school, and as we're walking through the hallways, the one guy's looking around. He says, "Oh, all this Black History Month stuff this is pretty cool," and it's like March or something. Mm-hmm. And then we realize, oh, it's like this, this place has been closed down for a while, <laughs> and then like think us and then another person were the only white people there mm-hmm. and we ended up playing two songs in front of this crowd and like just everybody loved us mm-hmm. which was awesome like that was yeah the first time like just random people never seen before saying oh man you guys are awesome like keep doing what you're doing positive feedback oh, from yeah. strangers is always ruined the, my is life the best i said <laughs> ruined my life <laughs> but uh and then a couple of years after that, we're juniors in high school. Uh, we were still playing, um, and Adam was asking the principal about having bands play at the school. Mm-hmm. They ended up we were able to play during all three lunch hours. Ooh, nice! So we actually I have a recording of that. The guy set up like three microphones and plus mm-hmm. just stick pointing at the band, and then the vocal microphone ended up mixing it. Actually, 
it doesn't sound bad. Hmm. Uh, I need to throw that up on Bandcamp. There you go. Did that and then got into class and we we're making vocab cards. Mm-hmm. One of the words is dissonant. Ooh. And you're asked to provide an example or dissonance. Mm-hmm. And one of these dickheads in my class goes and draws a picture of my band playing. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, dissonance. These Bunch guys. of sounds that don't work well together and sound <laughs> awful and are painful. That's a funny Them joke, though. That's dissonance. That's like, good. Oh, man. You that's know what? Good. No. Straight roasted you. Probably remember that the rest of my life. He's <laughs> like, I remembered that for the rest of my life, how embarrassed I was. No. So, um, at, so at this point, uh, who is all, who's we're all in? in high, we're juniors in high school. It's Ab and I, and then just a buddy that played bass mm-hmm. that he ended up, I think, either before, yeah, a little bit after that, he decided he didn't want to play with us anymore. Oh, after he got roasted in front yeah. of the class, he's like, you know what, this ain't for me. <laughs> he was in that class, too. I think. <laughs> so it was definitely, they're definitely correlated, might, for sure. Yeah, it might have been, might have been part of it. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, <laughs> we got in with, uh, we met uh, Jeff Wilhelm, who's in the Bare Knuckle Hooligans now. Mm-hmm. He was in a band called Lazy Boy. They were like, uh, I want to say they're classic rock, but they're like, blues rock like you can definitely like hear the uh influences in it um when we were still in high school we recorded an album with him and then we ended up yeah we ended up finishing it finishing that one and then after graduating high school like we had a whole cd release show with the 10 people there and everything mm-hmm. um we we record we recorded a couple like live albums like a uh, elbow room in Chicago. You pay the sound guy fifty bucks. Yeah, and he gives you a badly mixed copy. <laughs> <or set. laughs> there you go. That's fifty bucks will do though. You guys did great. You get what you pay for. Yeah, the drums are louder than everything else. Or like, you can't hear the guitar mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, but if you'd paid him fifty dollars more, he would give me the multi tracks. Which who at knows that what point, to do with yeah, multi tracks at that time? Yeah. yeah, who has the time? <laughs> I just want one track. What do I need? Multi multiples. Um, after that, I ended up, I ended up going to college. Uh, Where'd you go to college at? DePauw in Greencastle, Indiana. DePauw. Uh, I don't think it's like DePauw. 70, 70 or 80% percent frats. So it was a huge bro school. Uh, sounds like a whole lot of fun. I didn't, I get along I didn't with particularly so. fit in. But <laughs> I, I kind of found my own crowd. Um, we ended up, I ended up running like a house venue for a while out of my basement. Nice. I was there. Met a bunch of people that way. Um, ended up booking. We booked one. Our, I think the first tour we ever booked, it was like supposed to be like ten days during like my spring break. Mm-hmm. And of course, you don't know what you're doing. You like you're just some teenager. First tour Book ever. Them all. Don't think about the money or anything. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to go to like uh, Brooklyn and play a trash bar, and mm-hmm. then up to a brick house in Dover, New Hampshire, and then back. And like third or fourth day, we're in Evansville, and our bassist uh, ended up ditching that tour on us. Uh, we actually, at that time, we had a list of bassists we'd call up. <laughs> yeah, so this was something that was expected. <laughs> they all knew our set, so you yeah. just jump in. At one show, we actually hit up. It was a touring band. We hit up their bassist and said, "Hey, do you want to play our set with us?" <laughs> and he, the ba- the touring 
act basis played a set with us in Indianapolis once. Nice. But the dude dropped on us. We have like 20 bucks left. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to drive to like New York. On $20. Yeah. We're supposed to be in Ann Arbor the next night. And we're like, hey, man, like this ain't going to work, is it? <laughs> <laughs> nope. So we went and got a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> they just said, fuck it. You know what? We got to eat. I know what $20 can get us. <laughs> but, yeah, we, we did that. And then like the, for the next summer after that, it's either, yeah, it was the next summer I ended up booking us. It was like uh, 28 shows in 26 days. Damn. Just circling repeatedly. Right. Like the four state area, like three state area, mm-hmm. uh, like Michigan, uh, Central Illinois, and Indiana and stuff. Little Indiana. Um, met a bunch of people. It was a fun time. Uh, mm-hmm. One of our friends from high school. We didn't have a bassist to play with us, so we <laughs> we hit her up and said, "Hey, do you want to go on tour?" Just out of the blue. Yeah. She didn't like. She at one point like she kind of played guitar and bass, but like she learned bass to come come tour with us. Like, no shit. She had, a week, she had a week to like learn the songs and stuff. That's pretty impressive. Uh, yeah. So uh, one of the releases I'm putting out, uh, we're putting out on cassette is a live show from that tour. It's uh, her, Adam, and I, and we're playing in a basement in Cincinnati. And the other side of the cassette is another band that played that night in their oh, live nice. set. Bitchin'. Bitchin'. Is that your new thing now? I wish it wasn't. But yeah. <laughs> he said I wish it wasn't. I don't know where I got Bitch. it from. I just started saying it a lot. But, um, so we did that. Um, toured for the, yeah, we, so we did a month tour mm-hmm. and kind of saw, hey, that like didn't really get us anywhere. So we're like, all right, if we make a really good album, mm-hmm. that'll we'll get somewhere with that'll that. Do <laughs> that'll, that'll do it. That'll do it. So we go and uh, we get back from that tour. Um, we had actually we had recorded this full album we already had right before that tour, and with that set release date, like all right, we need to have it in hand ready, mm-hmm. like June first or something. Mm-hmm. Only four or five of the songs sounded good. Ooh. So we EP did it. it yes. We toured <laughs> EP on the EP of those five songs. Mm-hmm. Um, we had used burn CDs. I bought a bunch of blank uh, cardboard sleeves from like Amazon or something. Yeah. And I made stencils and I'd spray paint them. Uh, spray paint the artwork on, the, on those covers. And then because we didn't have the money to buy shirts. Mm-hmm. We would buy Hanes, just white tees, and I had a stencil. And we'd spray paint them at nice. the shows out in the parking lot. Those are that's pretty cool though. That's yeah, pretty punk. I need to I need to bring those shirts back. They they did look pretty cool. Yeah, and if especially if you get them to bleed a little bit, I oh, bet you yeah. that'd look really oh, cool. They did. No, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd want to do it with spray paint. Yeah, if I did it again. Uh, but Christ, what was I just saying? Talk um, about touring on the EP. Yeah, so we toured on the EP. We went back and re-recorded those same songs with the same guy right after we got back from that tour. And we had a much better version of it. Mm-hmm. It's still, like, I still have it actually sounds pretty decent. Yeah. Why it's like, oh, well, it just, it just doesn't sound as good as we know it can. Right. So let's go spend two grand 
at Russian Recording in Bloomington. At this point, we were like, we were recording in people's basements or their mm-hmm. houses, couple, giving them a couple hundred bucks or something for yeah. the whole thing. So whatever money I had, uh, and whatever money Adam had, we ended up the next year we ended up going to Russian Recording in Bloomington for three days, laid it all down without a metronome because we didn't know how to play to a metronome. <laughs> We'd never played to one. Adam did vocals, uh, guitar, and bass. He, he did all the, all the bass tracks for it mm-hmm. in one sitting. So nice. Probably like an hour. He laid down all the bass tracks for the 45 minutes. Nice. Um, and they were like spot on, too. That was crazy. But we ended up finishing that. The guy mixed it. We came back a month later to do like finishing touches, put on backup vocals, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And we had a really bad day. Like that, a lot of frustration. Yeah. And stuff that last day. I've heard the recording process can either go very smoothly or it's just like this Not happens and then this person can't get the one thing or the timing's just, off a little bit. You but just it's need gotta to take be, a break. Yeah. If that's happening, mm-hmm. take a break, step away, come back to it. Yeah. Don't, don't say, all right, it's good enough. Here's the money. Yeah. On the recording that you mastered in, in analog. Mm hmm. So that we literally can't go back and remix it. Yeah, it is anything. what it is. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's like literally, set in stone. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we have that album. That's that's a, that's Dystemia. It's up on Spotify and all streaming platforms and stuff. You can check it out. He used the computer basically as a tape deck and yeah. recorded and mixed and mastered in analog. Nice. Which is actually um, what I was going like, to say something. It's funny that you mentioned um, smoothed out slappy hours because that's how I... When I listened to that EP, that's exactly what I thought of. Nice, thanks. I was like, "This is this is old, old Green Day style," and I am here for it. No, I remember like uh, yeah, Green Day I'm, now sucks. That again, we just weren't totally happy with, mm-hmm. and we went to Purdue with a buddy that was a student there, and mm-hmm. we recorded some new guitars. And my friend's sister went and recorded. We did a cover of Boxcar by Jawbreaker, oh, nice. and I turned it into a duet. Ooh. Um, so right now we're remixing that finally six years later or whatever. <laughs> Coming back around to it. Because um, I had the multi-tracks and then those Purdue sessions and then even more recordings. Like I did tambourine twice for the whole album. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm just not good at mixing or anything. So I I was having trouble synchronizing those to the, the old multi-tracks. Yeah. They were, they were actually recorded to uh, – the CD instead of the multi-tracks. Oh, okay. So you had to like shift over and make sure the timing was right, which I was horrible at. So, Hey, I want like, I want to go back and remix that, like redo these songs. Um, so we never, we did like a CD release show. Where we played the whole album mm-hmm. at once, got paid 300 bucks by DePaul to play. That was pretty fucking sweet. Was Shout like, out to DePaul. Yeah. Taking, all of my money, but then giving me a little back and make me feel <laughs> really <laughs> grateful. Like all my money. Like, Here, thanks <laughs> for entertaining bucks. us for a night. All that, yeah. At 300 bucks, I'd have uh, been like, you know, the whole, oh, wait, you have to have a sole proprietorship to claim taxes on it. So that's when you start getting into, yeah, then start realizing, oh, man, there's like, it's not just burning CDs and selling them. It's like, oh, wow, there's like a whole business side to this yeah you got to worry about yeah that's i think that's something a lot of people don't really think about because they're just like oh yeah i can make my music and sell it and it's like yeah but you also want to make sure you're taking care of the art that you're making and not you don't want to get screwed over yeah you don't want to 
be delinquent on taxes if you make over like said, 10 grand or something. Mm-hmm. Where all of a sudden the IRS is knocking. It's like, what do you mean? I don't have any money. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, dog, I'm in a band. Like, I don't have any money. What do you mean? I'm a teacher. <laughs> but uh, so we did that. I graduated. Um, I ended up. I graduated like six months late because I was still writing my senior thesis. Mm-hmm. I wrote it on the potential direct and indirect effects of uh, transgender parents transitioning on their children. Oh, okay. Uh, so basically the younger they are, the better. Yeah. Um, and if you show up to school and try to pick up your kid and they say, you're not their dad or you're not their mom, that, yeah, that hurts everybody. No, that's, that's such an ugly situation. Yeah. Like what, a not to get too derailed, but like what all kind of research goes into something like that? Like that's, um, I that's spent six months reading every child development article yeah. I could get my hand on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, every everything I could find about just transgender parents. Yeah. Parenthood. I, I ended up following three or four different blogs. Mm-hmm. And at first I tried to do a quantitative analysis where I like mark how many blog posts they mentioned this or that. Right. And I did all that work and it said nothing. Ooh. So I had to start back over. Oh, you're like, oh, I found this trail. And it's like, oh, but all this information doesn't <laughs> give me useless. anything. It's to, totally useless. Yeah. So I had to do a qualitative analysis where I matched up uh, struggles they found with research on child development mm-hmm. and saying, hey, if you're like, it's like kids in, in a divorce, how that affects them. So, well, yeah. if your parents are fighting, like. Often, uh, couples don't stay together yep. uh, during transition and stuff. So mm-hmm. I end up with like a 30-page paper on it. it took, re- me, took me six months <laughs> six. of working. Like, And I have ADHD, and I get this idea that, oh, I just have to stay up all night tonight, and mm. I'll be done. I'm so close. <laughs> yeah. And I'd stay up for a day or two straight mm-hmm. and then just crash Oh yeah, for like 18 hours. Yep. That's and a then, good sleep, then, though. <laughs> That's the best sleep you'll ever get is when you stay up too long and then you crash. That's a hard sleep. I, I repeated that for several months mm-hmm. of just yeah, like a whole summer. And then I finished it like on Halloween. Spooky. Yeah, spooky. <laughs> um, and then over that, over that winter. So I went to school for archaeology. So I, at a couple points, I, I went on two different digs for like a month each. And I realized there was no money in that. Like at all. That, I mean... <sighs> No offense if you're an archaeologist, but I would not, I don't even know, like, how do, would an archaeologist get paid? Like, is there a paycheck? Grant or, money. I, I was going to say, I think paid, it's only. Or you get paid as a laborer, pretty much. Oh, okay. But usually the laborers are volunteers or right. you get some student to pay you four grand and say it's a field school mm. and that they're learning. And then that student, it's like holes. Ah. Where you just dig for eight hours a day. Drinking honey. Yep. And or whatever that shit was that. What was it? What they called the sploosh? Sploosh. There it is. Yeah. yeah. So my life was like halls for <laughs> a month, two different times. Nice. Uh, but realized there wasn't any money in that, so I decided to become a park ranger, and I worked for state parks for six months. There wasn't any money in that either, but I, I liked it. I liked what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so this whole time, I'm like, wait at college for four years, and then I'm busy writing a research paper for six months yeah and then there's a winter where i'm working 
working for my dad, uh, installing duct work. Yep. Um, and then I move away three hours away again and for six months and two months into that, I'm on my motorcycle coming home from Terre Haute at like three in the morning from a movie, mm-hmm. Ted two. Oh no. I know. <laughs> yeah. So you know, I already know. Oh this no. This is terrible. Sorry, so, man. I see Ted two. And then I hit a deer on my motorcycle. Oh my God. Did you like, did it like, um, sp- I broke my wrist, Ooh. my collarbone, my oh. shoulder blade. I punctured along. Oh my so, God. So the other guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the other deer, it snapped my uh, front fender in half. Oh my God. And then the deer scrambled away into the corn. What? That bastard <laughs> got up and walked away? Yeah. What a stu- Dude, those fucking deer are tough as shit. <laughs> what the fuck are they made out of? If they had fingers, it would have flipped you off. <laughs> like, hey, I saw watch where you're driving. <laughs> I'm, wa- I'm walking here. <laughs> what kind of car is that? It's only got two wheels. So, like, what kind of uh, hospital stay was this? Well, I texted my boss and said, hey, I just hit a deer. <laughs> Afterwards, he's like, oh, fuck Hey, up. man, I'm not coming in tomorrow. Hey, bud. It's like 5, 6 in the morning. He texts me back, and he says, if you need to call in, quote, sick. Yeah, 5 or 6 in the morning. He's thinking you're out. Call the office in the morning. He thinks you're up on a bender or whatever. I know. I said, like, no, <laughs> I'm in the hospital. I hit a deer. Of course I'm not coming yeah. into work, like, idiot. I can't do anything, man. I'm all fucked up. Eventually, that healed up, and then <laughs> that fall again, I was, I didn't get hurt from this one, but I uh, changed my radio station and look up and hit another deer. Oh, my God. My hey, SUV. guess. Uh, oh, in a car this <laughs> yeah. time, though. Well, what so hurt, we got. What hurt worse, though? The Rex or having to sit through Ted 2? <laughs> <laughs> Probably the Rex. Or Ted Two was made it an insult to the injury. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. Oh, I was in a, I was in an accident leaving a movie. Like oh no, w- wait, what movie? Ted Two. Like oh, I almost don't feel bad for you. <laughs> like when I tried so hard, like my ex and I were fighting so hard, she didn't want to go to this movie, but I finally convinced her. And you know, I wish I would have just let it be because that movie was Thor: The Dark World. <laughs> oh my God, you argued over going to see Thor. I was excited. Oh, my God. I was also 18. <laughs> Wait, she didn't want to watch Thor? Oh. Of course she didn't want to watch Thor. Oh, she got... Oh, it's him. I confused. She's just awful. <laughs> you fucking dated her. Yeah, I'm awful. So. <laughs> You're one of those goddamn middle fucking schoolers. match. <laughs> All right, so you kill... You, well, you try and kill two deer. Unsuccessful. Wait, did, did you kill no, the second it, one? it also... Hobbled, hobbled away. You are not road. good at this. Oh for two. <laughs> it's over for two. But that winter, come back. I'm trying to get more credentials so I can get into the National Park Service. Mm-hmm. So like half the week I'm at home, the other half of the week, uh, I'm down in Indianapolis or Bloomington mm-hmm. doing like search and rescue training or. Uh, yeah, that's handy. That's handy training because national parks have the highest rate of uh, disappearances. Lots of missing people. I did wider search, uh, surface ice rescue, um, another like basic search and rescue thing. And actually, actually this summer I'm gonna try to get a couple more of those in on weekends. Cool. Spoiler alert: they don't pay anything either. So bugs. Insta- w- uh, so for. Uh, uh, after that next year, after I worked for the state parks, I ended up getting a job at a uh, residential environmental learning center where school groups would come oh. 
and stay for a couple of days and we'd take them out hiking and teach them about the environment and stuff. That's cool. And, uh, conservation. While that was going on, we started really being a band again. Mm-hmm. We we're practicing more. We got a new bassist. Uh, are are them. the bass players, is the bass player the only thing that's ever been like inconsistent? Has everyone yeah, else been, been me, a Adam, solid member? Adam and I and then a flavor of the week. <laughs> uh, Normally that's whose the current name is Drew. Normally Drew's that's the, the drummer. No offense, but normally it's the drummer that kind of the drummers kind of come and go. At least that's my personal experience. I've never had good luck with drummers. I don't I'm, know if it's I'm too stupid and <laughs> sunk cost to leave now. I don't know if it's like I don't know, but yeah, it always seems it's either like bass players or drummers. Shout out to bass players and drummers. You're very you're you are an essential worker. So just <laughs> he goes. Ah. <laughs> We were playing again. Uh, we ended up, we actually opened up for Aaron Carter. Which no cool. shit. I'm so glad Nicholas left the room because he'd <laughs> have, he would have probably screamed like a little girl. And we're not going to tell him when he comes back. He'll have to All listen right. to it. Yeah, we, we wore Shaq jerseys and everything. <laughs> um, and it was, it was around then we wrote uh, Tail Whip, which is the, like one of our newer I songs. my own Actually, the two newest songs that are up on like all our streaming stuff we mm-hmm. wrote then, um, and then I got my girlfriend at the time pregnant. Damn, you're just—I mean, all power to you. Um, congratulations, but man. You're trying oh, to yeah. do this band thing. You just keep like I get in accidents and hospitalized. Some joining national parks. Some getting pe- getting my pregnant seeing ted too seeing ted, ted too waste like, my life seeing ted too it's like you're trying to make <laughs> these things fail so i have twin girls they're like three now oh twin um, oh yeah. i guess that makes sense you said they're both three yeah that's name both that earlier <laughs> look at me like, putting things that? together <laughs> uh they like they like singing a lot um yep. they actually know the word they know more words to the songs they listen to than i do you got to put them on some group vocals like yeah no like <laughs> And they like sing their heart out too to yeah. uh like Rafi and then all kinds of like Disney stuff. Nice. Uh, have you been slowly trying to bring them into the world of like rock music? I'm uh, like, oh hey, check this out. This band's called the I'm Who. slowly bringing them into the world of Star Wars. Ooh, okay. So Acceptable. They, they love I, I gave them some old so I, I was like thinking, man, like obviously like I I think buying constantly buying new stuff is like really wasteful yeah but i also collect the three and three quarter inch star wars toys mm. so i ended up uh recently i dug out some old power of the force too like the 90s the ones where they all look like uh wrestlers yeah they're all jacked <laughs> they're all, they're they're all like yoked Luke Skywalker, the <laughs> 280 pound world heavyweight champion Luke <laughs> yeah, skywalker, Luke skywalker. <laughs> so i gave them all the main characters and those and they say, oh, I, I, like, I want to watch Star Wars. I love Star Wars. And then it's like, got him into that. Um, usually it's about when they get on the Death Star, they kind of tune out. Yeah. That um, make, yeah. At, no, actually, originally it was as soon as they got to Obi-Wan's hut, they would just be off playing somewhere else. So they like the, the pew, pew. Oh, oh yeah. The, they the love exci- it. Yep, the excitement. Well, the first time they're watching it, I'm, I'm hyping it up. Right. Look, spaceships, mm-hmm. they're shooting lasers at each other. How awesome is that? Wow. Yeah. 
Say it And then it gets into the politics and like the drama, and they're like, "Well, oh, where's all the where's the?" You ever seen those reaction videos where the the parents like videotape their kids watching the part where Darth Vader reveals to Luke that he's the father? Yeah, they haven't like, they haven't seen that yet. <gasps> they're just all blow like huh. blown away. You should I've try and do this. that. Like get a re- yeah, reaction video they, from. They, they haven't seen that yet, and I am showing them. I have. Blu-ray copies of the original theatrical prints. Ooh. So those are the only ones, at least with me, that mm-hmm. they've watched. Like original crawl and everything. Okay. Um, they've gotten up to Dagobah in Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. And then it keeps being like uh, their bedtime Swamp stinky. or <laughs> something else weird happens. Mm-hmm. Where we just don't get past there. But yeah, I'm really excited to see what they say when he's his dad. Oh my God. <laughs> Cause they're, cause they're, is he really? Because like the looks. Is he like... really? Mm-hmm. Actually, have you guys seen uh, Onward? No. I haven't, I haven't watched it yet. Oh, okay. There, there's a point where there's like the big M Night Shyamalan reveal at Ooh. the end of the movie. What a twist! And the whole room is silent, and then Charlotte's just like, "What? Like what, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> what? Like what? What everyone else in the room was thinking? Mm-hmm. But yeah, coming from like a uh, two and a half year old was just like." They're even better. They're it's little like, bottles of absolute truth. There's yeah. like just, what? What? What is this ending? Yeah. Well, you nailed it, honey. Wait you nailed a it. Minute. <laughs> How does Andy not know they're alive? At, at, at that point in my life, it's kind of difficult because my whole life I had been hearing, mm-hmm. "Hey, if you don't wrap it up, if you have kids, <laughs> your life's ruined. That'll ruin your life." Yeah. Just like, but very serious. Like, hey, you don't want to ruin your life. Have like. Wear a condom, wrap it yeah. up, mm-hmm. and then like it happens. And what do you think the what do you think the kid's gonna think when he's been told you're gonna ruin your life? Yeah. He thinks his life just got ruined. Mm-hmm. So that was that was a big mental thing that yeah. I had to really work through. And it's not so much in all reality. I mean, I get where people say that, but like in all reality, it's not like a life ruiner. It's more now you have to master the art of time management because like you you can have your personal life you should have a personal life but now it's like super hard because now they're the priority you got to make sure they get fed and watered and whatever else you do you know (laughs) (laughs) i only have a cat so i can't speak for what kids need (laughs) fed water change yeah yeah so you got to do that and then then you can you know you got to also do your work stuff and then like it kind of pushes the thing the the playtime back on the back burner, and you kind of have to yeah. juggle that. So, uh, so I, I I took a job as a teacher mm-hmm. on the third day of school. I had not gone to school for being a teacher. Yeah, I had not taken a biology class in since high school. I'd gotten a two on the AP exam in high school, but here I was teaching AP biology. What a and <laughs> biology one. What a, science. what a perfect example of our American education system. It's like, hey, you, have you ever taken a science class? Uh, yeah, like 10 years ago. Great, you're hired. Good. Come teach these kids AP bio. It, to be fair, I had been most of this, other than cellular biology, mm-hmm. I had been teaching that stuff in, in an outdoor setting. Right. But that cellular biology is most of, it, it really is most AP and most of bio one. Is like at least half a bio one cellular biology. Don't forget about the mitochondria. Powerhouse of the cell. The powerhouse of the cell. Chlorophyll, more like chlorophyll. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will not make out with you. I'm trying to learn about chlorophyll. 
This girl's trying to make out with me. <laughs> go on with the chlorophyll. <laughs> Obviously, I was let go at the end of that year. Um, <laughs> they wanted someone with like a master's degree. As they should. Yes, yes. As, As they, they should. should. Yes, for real. Yeah, you think they'd so, want somebody that <laughs> wants to teach it, right? So I got an IUSB's transition to teaching program. Mm-hmm. And while I was doing that, it's like that's over the course of a year, you're a full-time student. Mm-hmm. So a full-time student with kids while also having a full-time job teaching. Yep. The second year of teaching, I was like, oh, man, I'm not, I haven't been doing any band stuff. Yep. So in October uh, of that year, um, like two years two years ago now maybe, I don't know. It's 2020. Yeah, so two years ago now, year and a half-ish. You're something. very bad with time. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I, I try to block time now. My greatest fear is having not enough time. Well, unfortunately, I hate to tell you, we don't have enough time. That really freaks me out. Yeah, yeah well. <laughs> it really does. But um, in like October, I ended up, Going to, uh, we ended up working with our bass player at the time was like best friends with uh, Zach Pierce. Uh, Why do I know from, that name? He's now he's in uh, Spineless Heartless. Oh shit! I love Spineless Heartless. Not that much, it would seem. Well, I love Josh. I know Josh more than I know anybody else. But we ended up recording to Zach. And from like 10 p.m. to 4 in the morning, I laid out drum tracks for two songs. And then I drove and went to work and taught classes the next day. And that was pretty much all I did for band stuff that whole year. Just that one thing? Yeah. That's always something that like, it wasn't until I was an adult that I realized that teachers were people that had lives outside of the school. They don't really though. <laughs> I <laughs> they mean, do, but they don't. Because like I've I've come across several people who are like, oh yeah, I'm a teacher. I'm like, and you're in a metal band. Like, that would have blown oh, yeah, my mind in high school to be like, my math teacher does fucking death metal on the weekends. Like that's fucking crazy. All right. So if you teach high school, the first thing these students do is immediately scour the internet and find out everything about you See, and everything now, you've ever posted now that's yeah. the thing like when i was in high school i don't think i ever even thought of that like to even do that which i probably should have because there was a teacher that i used to hit on all the time and if i would have had some dirt on her I'd be like hey i see you like ted too so do i <laughs> we should uh talk about it this podcast is brought to you by ted too <laughs> thanks seth mcfarland no, please please don't <laughs> <laughs> Man, Family Guy really got terrible after the second season. Second season? We we, we give up to like four or five. You you're or, cutting it off at season two? Yeah, after season two. Oh my yeah. gosh, you're cutting it off way too early, dog. Talk about not worried that you ain't got enough time. You didn't even give Family Guy enough time. That's how are we supposed to give What? How are we supposed to give you the time? <laughs> you don't give Family Guy the time. <laughs> I'm tell there there there's several more good seasons, but it does Somewhere. it does kind of fall yeah. off. But there's some good later episodes, like uh, the there's one Christmas one where he gets out of his car and slips on ice. He goes, oh, I pulled a thousand muscles. <laughs> the one I want, um, Stewie was thrown out of a. It was like the Russian nanny, and she got she's about to throw Stewie out of plane. But she puts like the parachute on him. She goes, count to three, and then pull the cord. And she throws him out, and all you can hear is Stewie go, I don't know my numbers. <laughs> <laughs> But yet he can build a time machine. Yeah. It's so funny. The yeah. 
What's up, everyone? It's Chris from the Toon Junkies podcast. So, I don't know about you, but I'm not much of a car guy. In fact, I've often referred to myself as automotively literate, which makes it difficult when my car needs work because I find it hard to trust someone with something I don't know anything about. Well, I'm here to tell you I found just the guy. Automedic is a trustworthy name in the car repair game and convenient. I was able to set up an appointment for while I was at work. Just handed over the keys, went back to work, and 30 minutes later, boom, my oil was changed and they even topped off my fluids. Automedic is a mobile house call automotive triage service. No mess, no fuss, no hassle. On location oil changes, brake jobs, and more. So next time your schedule is booked solid, but your car is really needing some attention, give Automedic a call. Find them on Facebook and schedule your appointment today. Tell them the Tune Junkie sent you for 10% off your next service. So after teaching for a second year, mm-hmm. um, took a whole summer off to watch the Women's World Cup every day. <laughs> as, instead as of working some at my do. house. Um, and then took like another month off and was like saying, oh yeah, I'll like get band stuff done. And no, it didn't, didn't really happen too much. Uh, and then I started... Uh, working for my dad again, mm-hmm. uh, installing air conditioners and furnaces. So I've been doing that since then. I liked working the HVAC that I did because it was kind of like adult Legos, like piecing together the duct units yeah. and stuff like that. Except Not as the, fun as the Legos like, cut you. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, those. Yeah, <laughs> that. I always made sure. I learned one time I work without gloves and. I was like, nope, we're, we're now, and I hated wearing gloves because I feel like I lose some of my mobility for my yeah. fingers, and so like, oh, you got to do it. I'm like, I have small hands, and any glove pair of gloves I put on, I, it's gonna be too big. So unless I'm wearing nitrile gloves, you, there's you get used to holding yeah. it the right way. Yeah. It happens once, like oh, or someone tells you, hey, uh, gas flexible gas conduit, mm-hmm. that stuff will cut your face off. Oh yeah, if you're not holding it right. Mm-hmm. Actually, in uh, December, we were supposed to do, like, two live streams mm-hmm. um, and a show. And Adam actually ended up in the hospital for, like, pneumonia or something. Oh, no shit. Um, so he's hospitalized for, like, a week. Damn. Um, so he has pre-existing conditions. Was it pneumonia so or was it actually coronavirus? That's what he's trying to say. <laughs> he's trying to spin. He's like, I'm a coronavirus survivor. I would. That's another publicity stunt right there. WebMD himself one time. Oh God, the worst thing you can do. He texted me and said he had Giardia. (laughs) (laughs) Which I don't know. Maybe maybe you do, man. But it's like I don't know, like beaver fever from like messed up river water. Yeah. I Mm. I don't know. He he did live with a really dirty roommate. Ooh. That maybe I could I could see him getting Legionnaire's disease from that guy. Gross. But. Uh, that roommate is now not living there. Uh, oh, I thought you actually, were going to... Yeah, there was no, a bad pause. Yeah. I'm gonna no, li- that, I thought you were saying he's now not left. living. <laughs> um, I, when he left, I went over there with four bags that go over air conditioners in their boxes. Yeah. And we filled four of them with just like pizza boxes and two liters. Jesus Christ. He was a gamer, huh? Yeah. 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 He had a trusty Mountain Dew bottle so he didn't have to get up. Yep. Yeah, that's. Uh, was he a league player or a WoW guy? Um, I saw him playing the Old Republic one time, I think. Oh, okay. But I think he also played those. Evercrack, 
that kind of stuff. Yep. The things that take many, many hours at a time to... Uh, I, I spent 36 days... I had 36 days of playing time on Final Fantasy Eleven. Nice. But I, I, I showered, so... <laughs> He's like, but I also took care of myself, so... So what's going on, like, now? Um, Adam's in hiding um, from the virus. Uh, what well, he's slowly coming out of hiding like a get the coax him out like a turtle. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look what we got. Got some candy. We got some tea. We got some Taco it was, Bell. He's a delivery driver, so when he got unemployment, it was like fifty six bucks a week. Wow, <laughs> that sucks. All, all his money's tips. But I mean, also so with- he's, he's back to work. Um, okay. And um, I've been going over and hanging out with our lead guitarist every once in a while, mm-hmm. and. Adam was supposed to be here tonight, but he ended up uh, working. He picked up an extra shift. Well, you got to do what you uh, got to do. Respectable. But, uh, yeah, we are we have some new songs. Uh, there's a live stream we did with Just the Ska Kid in Kenosha, Wisconsin. That's up on Facebook and YouTube. That has, uh, it ends with our newest song. and Actually, it begins and ends with, our newest songs that haven't been recorded yet nice um they're really fun the the one song feels like a old rolling stone single Ooh, all right all right um kind of has to me it has a uh get off my cloud kind of feel okay with like really hey, powerful leading drums you yeah get off of my cloud. Oh, i love that song dude. so much do the stones i used to not be into the stones but thankfully, i don't like their albums yeah thankfully but i like their the early singles. Yeah. I uh, I recently, I wasn't recently, but maybe like a year or two ago, I got into the Blues album that they did. And I was like, oh, I don't hate this. But I had a girlfriend who was really into the Stones actually approached me because she thought I looked like Mick Jagger. So uh, I believe as of this recording. June 7th, um, 2020. Tell me about this new cassette you got uh dropping in july yeah july um the cassettes for it will be here soon um get them done by duplication uh dot ca it's this company out of toronto cool uh, they seem like the go-to people to do cassettes and stuff um you can always I trust it, a canadian i had it <laughs> <laughs> i had it remastered by uh david eck from uh lucky mastering mm-hmm. uh Lucky Mastering and Lacquers, he does really good work. He does a lot of, uh, he actually has been remat- uh, remixing and remastering some, like, old cassettes from, like, 80s punk shows. Ooh, that's that pretty cool. Getting, like, the master tapes. Sweet. On. Um, so he went back and he went over it, did a little work, and made it more listenable. Yeah. Because on this tour that this was recorded on, mm-hmm. Um, I cracked my crash cymbal and some buddies we're from another band. I was like, Hey man, like, do you have any, it's like last minute. we got a couple more shows. Do you have any cymbals I can buy off you or Mm -hmm. borrow or whatever? He had an 18 inch B8 crash ride. Yeah. That, and I was using these AAs that sound a lot better than that. But that crash ride just has this overwhelming wash on it Mm. and just, ate up all the kinda, space on the recording yeah it flooded made it kind of hard to listen to okay so uh dave Eck went back from uh lucky went and 
took out some of those high painful frequencies because mm-hmm. like it's fine for a little bit but originally it was fatiguing on your ears right yeah so, it's overwhelming yeah so it's we actually on this cassette it's it's missing the last song from the set somehow even the original recordings it got wiped mm. uh sounds like a conspiracy yeah some type of right maybe it is oh no i planted the seed in him oh god i'm sorry i'm sorry hey, uh, guys stunt. um i've been thinking about something uh, <laughs> So I did this interview the other day, and he so, mentioned um, something that I can't stop thinking about it. Conspiracy. <laughs> Reassure me. <laughs> maybe it's that dude uh, from the who we were talking about before the mics were on. He wasn't thrilled with the... Uh, from off of their heads? <laughs> yeah. He's back for vengeance. <laughs> he scrubbed yeah, the last song. Like I think it's, I think it's eight songs. It's mm-hmm. uh, one cover, Hopeless Romantic by uh, Bouncing Souls. Nice. <laughs> Don't do it. I'm sorry. That was don't, so genuine. Don't though. do it. That was the first band I ever crowd surfed to. He always does this thing where he he only ever hums one song when someone mentions Bouncing Souls. No, I only I only do one oh, song. Right? No, it's it, uh, is Front it, Bottoms. Oh, I'm Front doing. Bottoms. That's who it is. Da, 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 God da, da, damn it. Da, da. <laughs> No, I know a bunch of you just did that to yourself. I know. I said I, I did, see. There, there's one thing Chris Widener is great at. It's self sabotage. So <laughs> you like that one? It's like you know. I, I know more than one Bouncing Soul song though. <laughs> no, I, it wasn't saying I don't. You don't know. You only know one. I'm saying there's no, no, no. only I one only, you ever. I exclaimed. only know that one from Bottom song. <laughs> okay. Remember, I bought the vial thinking it was front bottoms. That's oh, yeah. how little I know about them. <laughs> only to get home and realize it's not front bottoms. <laughs> He bought a record thinking it was a front bottoms, and then he got home and he was like, "So this isn't a front bottoms record. It's a what was it? Uh, Forest? Like, like Fleet Foxes or something like that? Something, I don't fucking know. It was, it was in the front bottom section. <laughs> so um, you didn't even, oh lord, no. Uh-huh. He, he got excited. Okay, I was distracting him by saying that Ed Sheeran sucks. I was yeah. like, hey, it's that guy. You, it's, it's that, that stupid guy, guy you like, like. Yeah. over here holding it like a dick. <laughs> The gooviest smile on his face. Yeah, just announcing it to everyone. And then, that was hey, a, good a day. dumb guy you like. Has anyone ever seen Ed Sheeran and Rupert Grint in the same room? Speaking of conspiracies. Who the fuck is that second guy? Oh, uh, Ron Weasley. Oh, Ron Weasley. Have you seen that one thing, the one uh, skit where it's uh, Rupert Grint and he's got like the uh, tattoo sleeves All on? Of his shitty and he starts tattoos. like, starts playing and goes, you know what? It's really me. And Sharon's a character <laughs> I made up. <laughs> it's hilarious. I've heard the, uh, the 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 funny conspiracy that Will Ferrell and the drummer of Red Hot Chili Peppers are the oh, same guy. Yeah. You ever have seen the drum off? Have you seen the drum no, off? No, I didn't see this. Yeah, it's it's uh, funny. Yeah. It's, uh, Will Smith will surprisingly impress you. Yeah. Yeah. Is he? He's a solid drummer. He's, yeah. Yeah. Will Ferrell. Right. Will Ferrell and Chad Smith. You said yeah. Will Smith. Oh shit! I bet Will Smith can drum. <laughs> I'm sure he can. Actually, I like the Bad Boys can't, movies. What can't what can he, he do? do? Yeah, the original versions of his songs on the Aladdin soundtrack to be able to be played on Spotify because mm. some contract he has with Disney. That's yeah. what he uh, can't do. Yeah, that upsets me a little. He can't make another Hancock movie. I Why? wish he could. No, I'm saying I wish he could. Oh, wish okay. Or I wish he would. Hey, we got could. Bad Boys three. There's no, there's no reason we shouldn't get a Hancock too. <laughs> I, I thought Bad Boys Three was great though. I've yet to see that movie. Carly and I went to see it in theaters with little to no expectation and walked out 
pleasantly. As you should with a movie. You should always go in with low expectations. That way you're never disappointed. I I purposely avoid previews. I don't want to know as little as I can going in a movie. Dude, it's it's weird because like I I, I respect that stance, but also a lot of the times uh, the cutscenes in a preview aren't even in the movie. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I just feel like it's like uh, Ark of the Covenant. You, just, you have to look away. Yeah. Close your ears <laughs> so they don't ruin all the movies for you. Yeah, or like but, for comedies, they put the best jokes oh in the yeah. previews. I hate that. Or I've heard that if if the movie is summed up by the preview, it's not any good anyway. Oh uh, yeah. True. If you can, if you can lay out the whole movie, they're like, okay, so Watch she gets Mojo kidnapped. Did like, oh, sorry. No, you're good. Watch Mojo did like a top ten trailers that were better than the actual movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Episode one teaser trailer, the original one. Oh, for, shows the oh. Star Wars battle droid getting blown up in the uh, Trade Federation control ship. Mm. Big old like, I like your um. Your approach, but it was kind of hard for me walking into a movie called The Invisible Man, not gonna know what it's about. <laughs> I kind of had an idea about the title. Yeah, you know what, I you're right. I should like, just Invisible I should Man. Close wonder what this is about. Movie I'm going don't to tell see. me. What, don't tell me. <laughs> hey, Theater Eight. It's a good one. Hey, <laughs> or they'd be like, "What movie are you here to say? Dealer's Choice. Pick one. <laughs> Pick. I'll walk to it. What do you think the best movie here is? <laughs> don't tell me. Just you tell know. Me theater you know what? That's actually a good... Th- well, we can't suggest people do that because theaters aren't open right now. But when they do reopen, that's what we should... I'm going to do that. We should do that. Uh, well, pick for both of us. Like, don't pick one for me, one for you. Like, we're, just we're hope, gonna go. yeah, I just hope you don't have a disgruntled employee. It's like asking the waiter, what would you have? And you pick. You say that to the wrong guy, and then you like... And he's like, picks the shittiest thing. Yeah. He's like... I think it'd be fun, a fun little experiment to see, yeah. like, go up to me like, all right, I want you to look at me. And I want you to pick a movie that you think I would like, and I'm not going to tell you anything about me. It's kind of like the equivalent of going to like the Walmart five dollar DVD. And that's how I ended up your in, eyes just grabbing one. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. how I ended up seeing Ted too. <laughs> oh no, that, that person deserves I to be fired. You just came up with this idea here. You didn't do that. <laughs> well, Mike, it's been a fucking pleasure. <laughs> Is there anything else you'd like to plug before yeah. we shut it down? Oh, that man. we make sure you can get as much. Of the get as much out of this publicity stunt as you can. But birds aren't real. Ooh, okay. I like that. I like that. Birds, birds aren't real. It's it's a silly conspiracy, <laughs> but God, do they make a convincing argument? <laughs> <laughs> There's some shit I read. I was like, oh no, I can't believe it. There's no, I can't be a part Even of this. But like fuck, poop. that's some solid reasoning. It goes down to like why their poops white and stuff like that, right? Well, I mean, it's like data or something. Well, like they have quotes from Nixon that said that like they have like prototypes of them like, oh, what's a better way to surveil the American people than right in front of their faces without them knowing? Cell phones. Cell phones are one. <laughs> Cell phones have successfully. They're always listening. If you talk about. Oh, hey, I'm looking into getting a new uh, yeah, why do you think- microphone. I yeah. bet you later on when I'm on Google, it'll be like, hey. Why do you guys think you get those weird wish ads? Your phone is listening. Dude, I don't <laughs> I hope not because I'm seeing some weird shit that I don't talk about. And if they're just like reading between the lines like, yeah, you obviously want a gimp suit. And like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was talking about American Horror Story first season, man. Like, I don't actually want a gimp suit. Which is a bold move. Let's the first season of a series. Let's put a fucking gimp suit right in your face, and it's gonna be the scariest thing. It's kind of like Always Sunny. Their first episode was wasn't the gang gets racist. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They really, they really just went for it, and I respect them for that. I respect them for that. And then, like the second episode, I think it was them dealing to, to minors, letting minors come in the bar. <laughs> I love that show so much. Oh, and um, then it was some guy died in the bar. Or something. The one yeah. thing I do want to shout out, unfortunately, it's on Apple TV, but Ooh. Mythic Quest. Mythic Quest. Yes, Mythic Is that Quest. The only places Raven's available. Raven's Banquet. Yes. Damn it. Well, I'm sure you can stream it somewhere online. Probably. LimeWire. Well, sure the Shout out. <laughs> yep, LimeWire version 93. For all of you millionaires out there that can afford Apple TV, <laughs> that show's for you. But, uh, yeah, no, it's the people from Always Sunny. And then uh, I think it's uh, then Abed from Community. Oh, cool. And a couple other people. Interesting. Oh, it's great. Where can so, we find your band? Um, publicitystuntband.com. Oh, you guys got a website? Yeah. Damn, flexing on us. Okay, it, I see. it redirects to Bandcamp. <laughs> we should do that. Just get one that redirects right back to Facebook. <laughs> Just you can click on from Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll take you right back to where you Dude, that'd be a funny loop to be like, dude, I can't get to your website. Like, no, you're at it. It is the website. When you click no, it, actually, you're already on Actually, it's a custom it. URL, so it will show that you're on publicitystuntband.com. Yeah. But it'll show Bandcamp because Bandcamp allows that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Shout out to Bandcamp. What song do you want to close out with of your guys's? Oh, yeah, uh, something special you want to show us, or doesn't have to from be special, the cassette. Like, whatever yeah, you want. from the cassette. Um, a yes. track that we recorded on a recording. It's never been released. Uh, Dumb luck. Dumb luck on the cassette. That's, Hell yeah, that's a good song. All <sighs> aboard the bitchin' train. I don't know if I like that. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> the bitchin' boat. That's the uh, that's the B version of Snowpiercer. The bitchin' train. You can find us on our <laughs> Take two. <laughs> you can find us on our Facebook page and our Instagram, Two Junkies Podcast. Our Twitter is Two Junkies Pod. My personal Instagram is pulp.niction, and my personal Twitter is make Dameron sure. Again, I'm Mike from Publicity Stunt. My Snapchat is sexykitty420, two X's. Wait, are you serious? That's your up. real Snapchat? Oh, yeah. Say it again. Nah. Sexy Kitty 420. I don't believe X's. you. But, listener, hit that Snapchat up and tell us what happens. It's where he does most of his business from <laughs> what I hear. <laughs> oh, it. I also have a uh, OnlyFans. <laughs> it's uh, Puss Picks. <laughs> Every day I draw Shuffle a new picture of a cat. Oh, nice. Okay, I like that. I like that. I like that a lot, actually. What have you been listening to? <laughs> Sorry? What have you been listening to lately? Um... A lot of audiobooks. Ooh, um, that's different. Yeah. Currently, yeah, I I drive forty five minutes each way for work. Um, currently re listening to uh, Ron Chernow's uh, Hamilton biography. Oh, indeed. Very nice. That's very educated. Last audiobook I listened to was uh, It, before the first movie came out. Oh, did he did he narrate that one? Mm. Some of them he narrates, which I think is really cool. I don't think it was um, him. There's actually. Um, the audiobook for Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them yeah. is read by Eddie Redmayne. Oh, nice. So that's pretty cool that the uh, main character is reading the audiobook. That's pretty cool. I really like audiobooks. I can't, I can't, I fall asleep when I try and read a real book. I just, I put, diverting all my attention to one thing, it makes me fucking crash. But audiobooks, I can stay busy and. I wouldn't recommend that you listen to a horror book while you're at work <laughs> because then someone can come up behind you and be like, hey, do you have this part? And then you fucking scream because that's what I did to my boss. And she was like, what the hell is wrong with you? I was like, 
I'm listening to Stephen King's It, and I would like <laughs> if you would like approach slower next time. See, slower I was, might be scarier. <laughs> yeah. When I was in college, I was reading uh, uh, Brokeback Mountain, and my roommate came and sat on the couch next to me and slapped his hand on my knee. Oh, I thought you were going to say and something And I else. jumped like six feet. Why? <laughs> <laughs> because it was right in the part where they were starting to touch each other. Oh, he's like, oh, no, it's really... Oh, the book coming to life. But, I mean, if you had to pick one of them to touch your knee, It'd Heath Ledger Jake, or Jake Gyllenhaal? Oh, oh, that's a tough... I'm going to steal this one for the next <laughs> guest. Okay, dude. okay. But if you, had to, if you had to pick which person to be broke back with, Heath or Jake? Could I... Pick um, Jake Gyllenhaal as uh, yeah. I picked them as the their no, characters as uh, uh, in Spider-Man: Far From Home. Oh, you want him oh, as Mysterio? What's Mysterio? I feel Jake like Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio. Right, Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio. I feel like Jake Gyllenhaal would care more about you. Heath Ledger <laughs> would have been like the type of guy that like one night thing, and then he wouldn't call you. Yeah, he one day he'd wake up and say, "This rolls over. I'm no longer. Um, we're done here." Rest in peace to Heath. But this is and this is all totally conjecture. I don't have any factual evidence to back like this stance up. But, but another conspiracy. I feel like Heath would be the type to give you the most amazing night of your life, and then ghost. And then you'd never hear him again. And then there'd be no proof that he ever even existed. He would just disappear, and then you'd be haunted by I'd his be memory. Okay with that. But Jake. I think Jake would take care of you. Jake, Jake would like be Jake. grateful. Yes, I think I, I'm. I'd pick I'm glad Jake. Glad that we all. I'm looking Jake. Jake Gyllenhaal. I like Jake. <laughs> you know what? He, you know the kind of stuff he wears after that Prince of Persia movie, dude. Right. And then like he was the the weird little goth kid and like Donnie Darko. Darko. He was the fucking creepy I make, psychopath. I want to build a rocket. Nightcrawler. He did. Uh, Wait, was he in Bubble Boy? Yeah, yeah, he was Bubble Boy. Yeah. That's one of my favorite. And movies. he was in the Zodiac I can't Killer. I forgot. Dude, Jake's got a dark side, and I fucking like it. He was is an that, enemy. Have you ever seen the movie Enemy with Jake Gyllenhaal? Yeah. That's him against himself, right? Yeah, that's a really good movie. Check out Enemy. Is it? What's the one where he's like, I want to build a rocket? Is it not Vanilla Sky? That's Tom Cruise. Yeah, it's Tom Cruise. But there's a, a movie like he's no, like, it came October out Sky. October, October Sky. October Sky. Yeah, um, I think that might even predate Die Dark. Yeah, that's like, another one on the Earth Science Teachers shelf. That I'm you, pretty sure I saw <laughs> that. You in, sub, you see that? Oh man. Gotta gotta have them watch something while you're gone for the next. Because I had this yeah. buddy, like we were just like, we'd be driving somewhere, like silence, and just one of us would go, "I want to build a rocket." <laughs> I want to build a rocket. <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal, if you ever hear this, I love you, and and we every, chose you. <laughs> yes, we chose you. I actually don't know if I can cut that out. Jai Hall. Really no, no, no. Keep that it. was okay. Jai Hall. Right. So, <laughs> you've been Ledger. listening to audiobooks. Nick, what have you been listening to? Oh, Menzingers. Okay. Dropout Kings, um, J. Cole. What do you think about the Menzingers uh, America Part 2? We just talked about this the other day. I think it's a little lazy. I, I get it. it. I, I think it's, it's fun. I think it sounds like a first draft. Not that it's lazy. Yeah, I think okay. it sounds like a first draft. Yeah. First, that, that's a better and word. It, they want to release it when it's timely and matters. Yeah, yeah. I, I get that they. It's just acoustic. Yeah, they put it out, yeah. And I don't know. I, I follow the. Uh, if, if you read Stephen King's on writing, he throws manuscripts in a drawer for a couple months before he goes back to them. Mm-hmm. And I kind of I conscribe to that. He almost lets it marinate. Yeah, yeah. He lets the idea marinate. Yeah, uh, for that, sure. That America Part Two that did not marinate. No, no. But I mean, the I get why they like, kind of rushed it. Just yeah. kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah. But uh, no, no. I com- I'm glad they did it. Yeah. Um, I always say yes to more Menzingers. Yeah. 
I've been last night. I hung out with Lex, and she did like this full treatment on my hair, a mask, and everything. So my hair is like super nice and soft right now. But we spent a lot of time listening to uh, 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 Brandy Carlisle, nice uh, story. Jamie Wyatt, um, and then we listened to a lot of uh, Disney soundtracks. So like Hunchback of Notre Dame, Hercules, oh. uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, and we listened to a lot of Dance Gavin Dance too. So. Check out Jamie Wyatt. Oh, if I might add something really quick. Um, I'm listening to Sed Vicious. Nice. Because um, I had that record. I, I was about to, like, just about to message that guy I bought it from. Mm-hmm. Say, hey, where's my record, dude? But I didn't. Then I was cleaning my room. I was like, oh, there's an unopened record in here that I've had, I think, for at least, like, a week and a half. And it was that Sed Vicious one. It's a red, white, and blue. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. I like, I like that he showed that anyone can join a band and play music. You don't have to be... Good. Good. <laughs> yeah. That's my stance on a lot of punk music. I gotta pee again. Thank you again, dude. So much. Yeah. Thanks for um, having me. Check out publicity stunt. They're great. <laughs> check out that new that new cassette it's coming out in July. So. Uh, this has been a Two Junkies podcast. My name is Nick. My name is Chris. I'm the guest. <laughs> Ted Two available on Blu-ray and digital. <laughs> Bouncing Soul fans? <laughs>